You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. and think there must be more than this to life are you looking for more joy freedom and purpose in your life this is living a courageous authentic life with your host jennifer monahan many of us may be focused on getting ahead and achieving our goals but we may soon realize that something is missing jennifer was there and now she's here to help you reclaim your personal power find joy and realize your full potential now, please welcome the host of Living a Courageously Authentic Life, Jennifer Monahan. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we're going to be talking about heart adventures with our special guest, Lane Michelle. A quick introduction about Lane. Lane has learned to follow his heart, intuition, and curiosity to find and live his signature purpose. He calls this living his heart adventure. Over the more than three decades of his career, he has amassed experience in fields ranging from space science to computer technology, marketing, com customer relationship management, baseball, venture capital, public safety, management consulting, animal rescue, and leadership development. This work has taken him to over 20 countries around the planet. He often describes the roles he has performed, from business owner to executive to engineer to consultant and coach, as a conscious unfolding of the roles that help people and organizations fully live their unique purpose. Lane is husband to Lily, has three children of his own, and lives in Northern California. His philanthropy and volunteer work are focused on children and animals. If you want to reach out to Lane, you can reach him directly by emailing him at lane at lanemichelle.com or follow his articles and posts published on LinkedIn, Medium, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Lane Michelle, that's M-I-C-H-E-L, and you will find him. Lane also happens to be a very dear friend of mine, and I am thrilled to have him on the show today. So hi, Lane. Hi, Jennifer. Glad to be with you and your listeners on this amazing show. Thank you. We're glad to have you. Um, you mentioned in your biography a lot of many, you can hint at many courageous choices. Can you share a personal story of a career change where being authentic was put to the test for you? Yeah. Um, well, you, as you were reading the bio, I was kind of reliving a lot of those tests that uh, have been part of this unfolding I described. Um, so I'll pick one of those, um, which was a, a big moment in time for me. And uh, I had uh, been an a engineer, manager, executive in high tech and, and consulting. And um, I had a role as an executive vice president of a company that, uh, you know, as the economy hit uh, hard times and 
Uh, we were, you know, just managing to uh, keep the business in good shape. I was running most of that uh, business. The founder and the owner of the company and I uh, began talking about, uh, you know, what what the future would be. Um, and in uh, that process, um, he ended up deciding that it was a good idea for us to part. Uh, mm-hmm. And while that caught me by surprise, um, I was a part of, I realized later I was part of, of that story. Um, I was put right to the test. Uh, here I was, an executive. Uh, I'd been a managing partner of a consulting firm and now an executive of a of a fast, uh, what I consider to be a great opportunity company. Um, but the truth was, um, I was put to the test because I really was uh, having health problems. I was overweight. Mm. I was, you know, uh, had a uh, kidney stone in a hotel in Boston, which was a real pleasure uh, <laughs> for those who've experienced yeah. that kind of thing. And I realized that as um, the founder of this company had, and I had worked at Parting Ways, um, I, I really had to understand who I was authentically at that point, uh, or I was heading in a really bad direction. Uh, so the, at that, that terrible moment, which, by the way, just to add a little more fun to it, my mother had just passed away, um, and I, I made sure she was taken care of in my home for her passing. So all in a very short six-month period of time, uh, my uh, seemingly great rising career in doing everything I was supposed to be doing as an executive and leading companies um, all came to a, a crash. Uh, so um, I had to sit back and wonder um, what choices was I facing? Was it to get my health back? Was it to quickly go get another executive job? And a couple had come forward for, for uh, uh, that as an opportunity. Um, and my choice um, in that test was to take a six-month sabbatical because, mm-hmm. honestly, I, I have to be honest with you, I didn't know what the right decision, what the right choice was going to be, and I decided the most courageous thing to do was to take a sabbatical. Uh, so that's what I did at that very time. Um, and, uh, and, and so we can talk about what came after that, but uh, for me, that, that very important moment and what I had risen to be an executive, to, you know, mm-hmm. to run companies, build companies. That's what I thought my identity was. Um, and uh, instead of continuing that path, um, that six-month sabbatical changed my life. You know, as you were talking, I was actually wondering what you touched on at the very end there, which was, with all of that change that was going on with your career and, and the loss of your mom, did you find you needed to redefine or rediscover, perhaps that's the better word, who you are? I think rediscover is exactly the right word. Um, I had uh, done what I thought I was supposed to do, but what I discovered in my sabbatical was um, my heart was stepping away from what I thought I should do, or I had stepped away from following really what I, I, I felt my heart pulling me in a different direction. Uh, and, uh, well, one, one thing is when you have skyrocketing blood pressure, your heart's trying to give you message anyways. <laughs> That's pretty direct. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, honestly, I, I set about, um, I set about at that point, uh, recovering my health and recovering my spirit. Uh, and reconnecting with my heart. 
um, because mm-hmm. I knew I was going to achieve. I know I'm just determined. You know me. I'm determined. I'm, I'm going to achieve. I wasn't worried about that. To be honest with you, um, I just didn't. I was lost as to achieve what, where, where to go. Right. Right. And I know we're going to talk about hard adventures uh, in a few minutes here, but do you think it's possible that our heart can change, change its focus, or I'm going to say change its mind about what it is we're supposed to be doing? I love the idea that, you know, we talk about the heart having the mind because the reality is we have neurons, the same stuff we think with in our brain, we have neurons in our heart. And we do have thinking hearts, whether we think in emotion, we think in in more of a, a spirit or intuition. It's a different language that the heart speaks, mm-hmm. and I had to learn that language. And and I, so no, actually, I don't I, I don't think that our, our heart necessarily changes. That's probably more rare. What's more, the more we mm-hmm. listen, the more we connect with our heart, we allow life to unfold in a more authentic way, and we can then live what our heart has been telling us to do um, for all of our life. Um, And if I could just, uh, one of the things I've discovered is that if you watch children play, uninhibited Mm -hmm. children under under eight years old, let's say, you watch them play, they're living their heart adventure. You see the personality, you see the, the, how they conduct themselves um, and they're just in their heart. Right. Right. We are going to pause and take a quick break, um, but I want to, we're going to come back to this concept of heart adventure when we come back. For those of you who are listening, feel free to call in with your questions or your comments for either me or Lane about this idea of living from your heart. The number here is 866-451-1451. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. America is out of control. Today's capitalism and the approach to money is in fact the symptom of a more widespread pattern of excessive behavior. In his book, The Culture of Excess, How America Lost Self-Control and Why We Need to Redefine Success, clinical psychologist Dr. Jay Slosar portrays an America where excess fuels the drive to succeed. Dr. Slosar examines the cultural factors that lead to excess ranging from obesity to fraud to pervasive budget deficits. His book examines the powerful economic and social factors and their impact on our psychological well-being. Dr. Slosar explores the psychological impact of increasing narcissism, perfectionism, self-destruction, and our identity confusion. He offers recommendations for helping Generation Me become Generation We. Those who resist Slosar's message will want to avoid his discussion of regulation and his recent message that at this point, democracy must be more important than today's capitalism. Get his book now online or by visiting thecultureofexcess.com. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Dupula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. 
Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan, and we're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. You're listening to Living a Courageously Authentic Life. Today, I have a special guest with me, Lane Michelle, and we are talking about following your heart, connecting with your heart, and heart adventures. So before the break, Lane, you mentioned something that you call a heart adventure. What is a heart adventure? I've studied purpose, our, our reason for being, the why that puts us here in this life on the planet for well over 20 years. Some said all my 57, almost 58 years of life here. And um, in that process and studying, um, I, I, every, all roads for purpose keep coming back to heart. And that, that made me very curious. And when I ran across then some uh, old Sanskrit trans Trans, um, transcribed trans, uh, you know, tr- materials that um, mm-hmm. had been found about um, old practices that just aren't practiced anymore, about um, uh, the idea of we have uh, encoded in our heart the reason for this life that we have. Um, and, uh, and I mentioned before the break, children, you watch them play. They're just in their heart. They're just naturally who they are. Um, and in this uh, in this discovery of purpose and how it relates to heart, we can find uh, who we are in our heart in children, or or if we can go back to our childhood and remember what our natural play was. Um, mm-hmm. And then as we grow, guess what happens? The the heart adventure that we're on playing uh, gets overtaken by the daily adventure. And I credit this, mm. this labels a lot of times to Michael Mead, um, wrote the book, uh, Why the World Doesn't End, um, and, uh, where he encapsulated a lot of what I was finding as well in, in a very, very uh, clear way, that um, the daily adventure as we grow up, we're going to school, we have to meet certain time requirements, then we have to earn a living, we have, maybe get married or have family, we have children. The daily adventure, all of those things are the daily requirements that we go through and we live every day, take us farther and farther away. They eclipse our heart adventure. They eclipse what our heart knows is the reason for this life. And then guess what? We spend the whole rest of our life wondering, trying to find, searching for what we knew as a child, what we felt as a child, and what is encoded in our heart. Uh, as uh, the adventure we're really supposed to have. And I call it adventure because I'm just curious about life. I'm curious about people's adventures. And as you, when you introduce me, it's very true. I, I'm one of my, my main reason for having this life is to help other people fully live their unique purpose. And that includes organizations have purpose. That's mm-hmm. all an adventure and it's encoded in our heart. You know, it's an interesting point you make about our daily adventure versus our heart adventure. And I think for many people, in order to connect back to the heart adventure, they need something to kind of shake them up a bit. So I've talked Mm -hmm. on other shows about 
maybe you have a health crisis or the loss of a loved one or the birth of a, a child, all these things that kind of shake us out of our daily adventure and give us the opportunity to step back and really connect back to our heart. Have you found that as well? Absolutely. It's, those are those um, watershed moments where what the, the meaning of the life we've had to that very moment um, goes into review. And where do we review? We really go to our heart, where we feel. Even those of us who are just, and I live most of my life, disconnected from feelings and emotions. I, I really had to study and learn and build skills in the area. But even before I did all of that work, I, I would know if I was off course, I could feel it. I could feel mm-hmm. that it was wrong. At one point in my younger days, um, the, you know, public safety administration, I was going towards law enforcement and firefighting because, frankly, I was kind of lost as to what actual work to do. And, you know, this is all before I was, you know, around 18 or, you know, 18 to 21 years old kind of thing. I didn't, I, I just arrived, arrived at a crisis when I didn't like who I was becoming. I realized mm. why I did do that work. It had to do with resolving things from my childhood and, and being able to handle violence and, and be able to um, deal with violence. And so what better way than being in law enforcement do you deal with that? Um, but I was becoming something that was not why I was here. And, and I could feel it in my heart. I, was, you know, I could feel the fog around my heart, even without the language. So right. if we have language, that's great. But to your point, um, those moments where we hit that watershed crisis, they're a chance to just pause and to mm-hmm. and, and reevaluate. Are we doing what we're really here to do? I think that's what's really propelled so much of the purpose, know your why, you know, the, uh, all of those elements that go beyond just being happy. But what's the meaning right. of life? What are, we, what are we here to accomplish? Right, right. And I think what you're starting to touch on is that our heart adventure really relates to us choosing our authentic life. Absolutely does. And, and that, uh, that choice is a very, it is our greatest power. Uh, our greatest energy and power comes from choice. And so many of us have kind of gone unconscious with choice or, or, the, or the choices are all about the daily adventure. So we have that mm-hmm. crisis moment when you have, uh, or, or a beautiful a birth of a baby is a great example you gave too. That's not a, a well, it, it is kind of a crisis <laughs> for those of us who have been through it, but, but it's a you know, minute they hand to that baby, Jennifer, and say, okay, it's time to go home. You know, that's crisis. Right? <laughs> There's crisis mode right there. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah, crisis. Oh, my gosh. But it's a beautiful event. Any of these watershed home, moments um, are a chance for us to, to step into where it is honestly our authentic power, and that is a choice. What am I going to do in the very next moment? The choice might be I'm going to learn more about myself or I'm going to witness more about myself. Or maybe the choice is I already know what I have to do. I've gone the wrong way before. Great. I've learned it. Now I'm going to choose the path that I, I really feel is right for me. Uh, that, yeah. And that, for me, is being authentic. Right. Right. Connecting to the heart going ahead where the heart really wants you to go. And um, it may be scary, right? But saying, yeah. yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live this adventure. Okay. 
Absolutely. And, and that's courageous. Yeah, that is very courageous. We are going to take a quick break. Uh, reminder, call in with your questions or comments, or if you want to share your heart adventure with us, the number is 866-451-1451. We'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomena while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Hi, my name is Myra Fox, and I am a survivor. I am the founder of the Castle Lewis I Survived Foundation and the author of a series of books entitled I Survived a Murder Untold, which tells the story of my sister and I who were abandoned and left in the care of a woman who beat us repeatedly. Unfortunately, it resulted in the death of my sister, Castle Lewis, which is revealed in a page-to-page chilling story. After spending time in the foster care system, I've documented my suffering and my loss and ultimately my survival. I'm blessed to work daily in my community and surrounding areas to give back by helping others and feeding the homeless. I want to spread awareness of the dangers of abuse. You can purchase my books and contribute to the Castle Lewis I Survive Foundation by visiting www.castlelewis.com or you can call us at 540-999-8401. Thank you. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today we're talking about heart adventures with Lane Michelle, and we actually have a caller on the line. Cindy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Lane. Um, we, we're so happy. Oh, sorry. Cut you off there, Lane. We're so happy to have you uh, call in and join the show. You mentioned during the break that you had some comments and also a question for us. I do. So as I'm listening to all of this, I have to say to the two of you that the content is is magnificent. Uh, often, I believe, speaking for myself, we sometimes I sometimes feel like these thoughts that I'm having in the day to day experiences are unique to me um, because I know logically they're not, but unique to me in that I am the only one feeling it at that moment. So the, the something that Lane said about how the daily adventures um, are eclipsed, you know, the, the, the traffic we find ourselves in, the meetings we have to go to, the obligations and the timeframes eclipse and shadow so much of really what our heart is trying to tell us. And I'm the older that I'm getting, I'm finding that more and more and more. And maybe because um, for lots of different reasons, I could speculate. Um, the one big significant situation in my own life that has shaken that relationship up between the daily adventure and my own heart adventure was the loss of my dad almost three years ago. And it really did clock me right between the eyes about, okay, now, now this is big time, right? This is right. a very big deal. So 
I guess my my comments being those, but my question being, how how can we be better? How can I be better at squelching that that shadow, that eclipse of of the daily necessities that that suffocate my heart? Sometimes I suffocate being important words. Sometimes I literally will tell you that I feel like I can't breathe. Um, in any one daily moment. And it's not an anxiety issue as much as it simply is. I'm not allowing that inner part of me to be heard as much as it should. So how can we get better at at shutting up the daily um, adventure necessities and allowing the heart to speak more? Cindy, that is a great question. And, and, you know, the way you described it about suffocating and almost crushing down uh, or obscuring the heart. I'm sure quite a few people feel that way as well. Lane, do you want to go first? I'd love or should to. I? Cindy, I, right. that, that I, I'd love, I, well, we're both going to jump in together on this, <laughs> I know. Um, Cindy, yes. you really capture in a beautiful way the the feeling, the suffocating, that pressure. Just And that is what, if we don't have the language to know what our heart is telling us, we can go to just what what that present moment that's suffocating. I can't even take a breath, or or my chest hurt me. My chest hurts, uh, which is never a good sign, right? So, the this being better at handling what um, is eclipsing begins with kind of this this having small practices. So I was just speaking with my daughter, uh, oldest daughter, the other day, and. Um, she works for a, a tech company um, with a schedule that requires 10, 11 hours a day, six days plus a week. She's she's suffocating and under a lot of the pressure. And the first thing I said is, you know what, until you breathe, until you get your breath, then you're just not going to make enough progress. And so take a 10-minute walk. Take a 20-minute walk. Whatever you can squeeze in or take three breaths and start there and then get to a one minute of breathing. Um, I love uh, heart math and, and the Institute of Heart Math uh, techniques and the tools that, that give us biofeedback to be able to do this, but you don't need all of that. What you need is just the breath to be able to mm-hmm. pause. Uh, and, and I share with people all the time that it, in that beautiful breath, you do create the, pro, the pause. And if you, if you look at all the mindfulness practices or meditation practices, mindfulness is a great politically correct way of bringing, you know, meditation and, and consciousness practice. But if you look at all that, everything always begins with breath. And then you get to uh, more uh, discipline, more layers that you add in. Um, and everybody finds their own way to do what you can do in that pause, create the pause and then do something in that pause that stops you suffocating, so breathe, and gets you listening. Uh, and when I share pause for choice, that's a movement I have been creating for some time, it's four simple steps, and that is pause, listen, connect, and then choose. And your choice is, what am I going to do the next moment? And it may still be sending the daily adventure, but guess what? Because you put yourself in a different mindset to be connected to your heart, then you're, you're stepped closer into the heart adventure. You, you eclipse just a little bit less. And that's just an unfolding. It's a journey itself. 
and, and so that's what I would say. Start with the breath, get that pause, and then listen, connect, choose. Perfect. I'm writing them on a yellow sticky note right now, and I'm going to put them on my computer at work. That's fabulous. Perfect. Thank you very much. Perfect. Thank you. And you know, Thank you. I, I would add, you know, you're, again, you are so right. I look around and I, it's like we're living in a world full of zombies, right? Where they're so weighted down by the, the daily life adventure. Um, the pausing and the taking the breath is a critical step to kind of breaking through that, that crushing suppression feeling, um, tying in your heart to that as well is great. Even if it's as simple as when you're breathing in, you put your hand over your heart area so that you're physically connecting to your heart. Or as I've mentioned on another call, breathing in, imagining the breath going down to your heart and feeling the energy there. That will also help you connect with your heart. And as Lane mentioned, you may still choose to go ahead and sit in traffic or file that paper that you're working on. Um, but by stopping and choosing, you are able to consciously begin bringing the heart forward in your everyday life as well. I don't think it's a, a question of choosing one over the other. The reality is we have to live our heart adventure as well as our daily adventure concurrently. So it becomes more about how do I bring the heart forward even when I am in my daily adventure and, mm, and bringing mm -hmm. those both together. Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Jennifer, that was beautiful. Yeah. If, yeah, Sorry. certainly I'd like to be that person. Jennifer would know that would have the big house with, you know, 30 dogs and, and that would be my serenity. Um, but unfortunately life doesn't present that at this current moment. So I appreciate you pointing out the, it isn't choosing one or the other. It may right. be, if I'm hearing it, maybe it's choosing to bring the heart forward, like you said, rather than let everything else step on it and suffocate it. It's, because that's exactly the voice that is always, that, and that is the voice that has always protected me and it has always kept me safe. And it ultimately has always guided me and led me where I needed to be uh, for whatever yes. reason that was occurring at the time. Um, but you know, there's so many things that just right. kind of muffle their way past you. And so I appreciate both of those feedbacks. I, I did. I just put it on a sticky note, put it right here on my Fabulous. computer terminal at work. So great gift today. Thank a you. wonderful show. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. We, um, we do have to take a quick break. Cindy, if you want to stay on, we can pick up with you again after the break. Uh, for everybody else listening, uh, feel free to call in 866-451-1451. And we'll be right back. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. 
Are you looking for employment and live in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is the place for you. Are you an employer looking to fill a position or quite a few positions in Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties? Jobs Annex is for you. Employers, JobsAnnex.com is your resource for career-minded people. JobsAnnex.com is the convenient place for job seekers and employers to hook up and move forward. Jobs Annex has been serving Los Angeles, Orange, Riverside, and San Bernardino counties for over 14 years. Years. Jobs Annex is a former employment search firm. We've evaluated many thousands of resumes and we understand what employers want and what job applicants need to be successful in their interviews. At Jobs Annex, we provide you with the tools to tell your story for free. Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from Bold Brave Media Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today we're talking about heart adventures and following our heart uh, with our special guest, Lane Michelle. Lane, we've been talking a lot about life and how we go through life and as we progress on our life journey, situations change. And the reality is we have a lot of choices as we go through life. And those choices actually define who we are. Do you have an example to share of when you were faced with a choice that redefined who you were or who you are today? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'll share a fairly, fairly, relatively recent one in the last five years. Um, I had uh, reached a, a place. I was um, actually a, a part of a team that created a large animal rescue nonprofit organization and that had me everything from being an executive of the organization to uh, running fence lines in the mud to um, you know set up temporary rescue quarters for rescued horses or going out and rescuing horses, putting them in, you know gathering them from the field and bringing them to safety. I had done all these uh, all of that work um, while doing other work too, um, and conflict began to come up within me and and even within the team, uh, and I realized I was facing a time where I really had to redefine who I was. And I actually got to this moment uh, where uh, the, we as a leadership team got to and said, you know, it's, it is time for me to go. And everybody, everybody agreed. Well, there's kind of a theme in there. <laughs> where, where <laughs> I was thinking that, agreed. yes. Yeah, it's, uh, I read your mind. But, but I, I sat there, um, and with my team, I, I made a declaration. I said, I'm not doing things in the same way again. And, and I, I, I felt that well up from my heart, uh, almost like just come through me. I'm not even sure where it came through, but it came out of my mouth, and it came out loud and clear. And so that declaration, I'm not doing things the same way, uh, set about um, a, a series of events that changed um, relationships, including um, ending a marriage. Uh, it um, set about certainly work changes. Um, uh, a big thing for me was I was facing a problem that um, I spent a lifetime as being a peacekeeper. I love doing mm -hmm. good, if you know, Jennifer. I love mm -hmm. the, not only my strength, my volunteer, but I just love doing good, doing for others, uh, to the point of not even caring for myself. And d peacekeepers are notorious for not taking care of themselves. And, it, and everything crashed. Uh, because I was not 
doing good self-care because I wasn't even being authentic to Mm -hmm. the work I needed to be doing from that point forward. Uh, And so um, I had to set about really reevaluating myself and redefining uh, who I Mm -hmm. was. And I uh, studied that and learned uh, through my studying that I could move from being a peacekeeper to a peacemaker. And that is, I decided I needed to set boundaries. And one of my boundaries I had to set was better self-care. I didn't want to repeat being overweight, high blood pressure, kidney stones in a Boston hotel room, any hotel Mm -hmm. room. Uh, I didn't want any of those, you know, things. And I realized in that declaration, I'm not doing things the same way, that the three things that can always come at us in life, any of these three, it's health, wealth, and relationships. Um, I, I realized not all at once, but in unfolding, that all three had to change. And so yeah. who's around me, um, what, where my money comes from, where my contribution is made, um, you know, where I put my time, all of that had to change. And the foundation of self-care had to come in. Um, yeah. I had a great shaman helping me named uh, Jennifer Monaghan, thank you, <laughs> uh, who helped provide thank a lot you. of clarity. And so I'm always very grateful for that contribution that you made towards me, um, because that's one mm-hmm. of those watershed moments uh, where I did redefine who I am. And I honestly, I love who I am. I love the contributions I'm making, whether I'm helping a, a business owner sell or buy a business as a consultant or I'm coaching someone that always business coaching starts out, but it always becomes about executive or personal coaching um, or founding and growing my own uh, company, which is, you know, very much around our human energy and, and how we pause for choice, how we, how we put our heart adventure into motion. Any of those roles all come back to I'm doing things in a very redefined way and I'm doing it for what's in my heart. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned peacekeeper versus peacemaker. And last week on our show, we talked about personas and and how we take on a persona, uh, usually at a very young age, in order to navigate through our lives. And correct me if I'm misstating this, but it sounds to me that peacekeeper role was something you brought forward, even when you look at when you were working in police um, and, and fire firefighting, this idea of keeping the peace. And then you reached a point where you said, this persona is not working for me and I need to shift it in such a way that it is helping me move forward. Um, and you brought forward the best parts of that peace part of it, but made it much more actionable towards you and the life that your heart was calling you to live. Is Does that that's, feel that's right? Correct. And I'd add one other thing. Yeah, that is very right. I'd one other thing is that I really did study this. You know, like I studied mm-hmm. purpose. I studied peacekeeper versus, and then discovered the term peacemaker. And it, it, I, I studied because my curiosity fuels how I'm going to grow. Um, and we can talk about ego and busting through ego at some point too. But the, but but I realized that uh, my ego is invested in being a peacekeeper, of having people be happy, have, doing good, and being seen as the one doing good or, or getting having people be happy. And the truth was, in my heart, it's about um, being able to find the avenues, the pathways, the journey to the peace that is in each of our hearts. And that comes from purpose in our heart adventure. That is beautiful. 
And, you know, we, we will definitely, we're going to take a quick break here in a couple seconds. I'd love to pick up the thread on ego when we come back. Uh, and for those of you who are listening, feel free to call in with your questions and comments. 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeandGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeandGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeandGarden.com. BetterHomeandGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Baby boomers face many challenges, and sometimes you have to reinvent yourself in order to stay on top. Sharon Ball, nurse practitioner and Christian life and wellness coach, can help. Sharon has written a book called Reinventing Yourself Today, and it can help you through the pangs of changing the course of your life. Whether you are looking to stay on track with new goals, a sensible program to help you shed unwanted pounds, or a full kick-butt life reinvention, Sharon can work with you. Follow your passions and live each day according to your dreams and free yourself from the expectations of others. Sharon comes from the heart and shares her own personal journey to reinvention with her clients. Other self-help books inspired her, but few gave her the steps to improve her life, so she created a plan that works. Stress no more. Let Sharon Ball open the door. Sign up for a complimentary life reinvention consultation today at tinyurl.com forward slash get started for free for more of what life has in store. Welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. Today, we've been talking about heart adventures and, and aligning with our purpose with our guest, Lane Michelle. And just before the break, Lane, you started to bring up the concept of ego and where ego sits in this idea of a heart adventure. Um, you, you recently wrote a book, uh, Unity Quest, and I know that book is all about busting through ego. Can you tell us a little bit more about the book and then dig a bit deeper into how ego keeps us from being authentic and purposeful? Yeah, actually, the book, uh, I think that was probably in 2008 uh, or 2009. Um, it's oh, out my of, gosh. Actually, out of that, print. I used to have copies. That now, long but, ago. Um, wow. But, but remember that sabbatical I talked about after leaving an executive role? Well, uh, yes. uh, another gentleman who's a very uh, dear friend and relationship, Anik Bose, uh, and I were uh, both in a similar situation. Uh, we, you know, uh, Mount Shasta is this uh, inactive, well, hopefully inactive volcano here in Northern California. I live about 4,000 feet up that, that uh, volcano, so to see. We, we began hiking and both set out. We both realized as executives, management consultants, that we had huge egos that we had to break. And Unity Quest was the outcome of, of learning, studying how to get out of uh, ego. And I've put into a lot of what is heart adventure and purpose and being authentic um, started with me, at least for me and for many that um, 
many of us who build a persona, take a persona and build an ego uh, element to, to survive around it, we, you got to bust out. And ego is all about survival. And so mm. um, what, what is change? Change is a threat to our survival. We, people don't want to change because ego finds all kinds of ways to stay comfortable. And, I, and honestly, one of the words I don't like is comfortable because that immediately puts me on guard that I'm not growing and that I may, in fact, be stepping away from purpose. Uh, and that, and that's opposite of my life, what I'm about. So ego is a, it's a great survival tool from the standpoint of give it a little tiny job, you know, protect me. I don't want to put my hand on that hot burner. You know, I want to watch the, you know, and, li- and be aware of my surroundings. So something that is a true something to fear, you know, warn me of that and I can be alert and be protected. But these days, we don't need the ego for very much more beyond that, but we give it mm-hmm. a tremendous amount of power. Um, so um, the question about how to, how to break through ego, uh, first of all, it's um, being able to witness ourself. And that takes something we said earlier in the show, pause. You've got to be able to pause. You've got to be able to be present, pause, and, and really be able to see and observe yourself. If you can't do it initially, then I have people get others to give feedback and, and observe. At some point, if you can look at yourself in the mirror and honestly see who you are, not the physical self, but see who you've become, who you are, and um, what, you, what the ego puts in front is the ego is a mask that presents right. something to the world that we want the world to see about us. But the more that mask is in place, the more inauthentic we are. So mm-hmm. witnessing yourself, what does that mask look like? Is it a mask that we really want to carry? Is, for me, all through my time from busting through ego to this day, I continually look at, is there some place where I'm just trying to be comfortable? Is there some place where I'm trying to look a certain way? Is there, is, in witnessing myself, am I, am I creating illusions that just really aren't true? Um, mm. And the reality is we all do that. And so um, I think that if your listeners could just think about four ways in which we create that illusion where we fool ourselves, we wear the mask, it's, first of all, um, complaining. Um, I just read a great article this morning from uh, Dr. Travis Bradbury about complaining and how it programs our mind to be negative. You ought to read that. It's on mm. Medium or just search search Dr. Travis Bradbury. But the reality is that the more things we take into our mind that are negative, it fuels our ego to be even stronger, more active, and more um, uh, eclipsing um, mm-hmm. our heart adventure. So, you know, don't complain. <laughs> be constructive <laughs> in solving problems. But, but, but three other things. Complaining is one, judging, projecting, and mirroring. These four aspects are tools of the ego, if you will. They create a negative terrain uh, or a false terrain, an inauthentic way of presenting ourselves in the world. Judging is pretty clear. If we're, if we're um, putting judgments on others, are they good or bad? Are they doing right or wrong? To be honest, we don't know other people's stories. And if we knew other people's stories, we probably have a heck of a lot more compassion for why they're choosing the things to do that they are. But mm-hmm. that judgment and putting that judgment on others 
um, is a tool that keeps ego strong, projecting those fears that we have, projecting our judgments, projecting our insecurities on others is an ego tool. It gets us out in front and keeps the other from coming back on us. Um, and then, you know, mirroring, well, um, all those things that I do want to see, glorify myself or, or um, how I want to be projected in a certain way, we'll draw all those nice things in and convince ourselves that that's really us. But the reality is that's just an ego tool as well. So between complaining, judging, projecting, and mirroring, you got lots to witness about yourself. And it takes time, and, you, and it takes being authentic and being in your mm-hmm. heart to stand up to like, wow, is that who I really am? The moment you get to that question, you get to the, the step which is powering up your purpose and being able to make authentic choices. And you're not going to get it right because the ego wants to get it right. It doesn't matter if we get our choices right. Um, I share with mm-hmm. people all the time, all my clients know, Directionally right, roughly correct. Right, Jennifer? Yes, yes. Directionally right, roughly correct. Because the ego wants absolutely right and absolutely correct, or I'll defend it to make sure everybody knows it's right and correct. Uh, And that ego response, that ego protection, serves nobody, especially ourselves. So powering up our purpose involves witnessing ourselves, knowing where we're complaining, judging, projecting, mirroring, and then getting to a place where we pause and we choose to be authentic. What I love about that, and we're going to take a quick break break here in a second, but what I love about what you just said is those those aspects of ego, the projecting, the judgments, etc., really are ways that we keep ourselves disconnected from ourselves, but also from others. And so by breaking through and busting through the ego, not only do we connect to our heart, but we can connect more deeply with others. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, Call in with your questions and comments, 866-451-1451. We'll be right back. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly-Lipe is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth-generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. 
with a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Sheikh Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Welcome back. This is Living a Courageously Authentic Life, and I'm your host, Jennifer Monahan. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And today we're talking about authenticity, courage, and heart adventure uh, with Lane Michelle. Lane, as, as someone who I would say is living an authentic life today, how do you now define success compared to how you might yeah, have defined thanks. success in the past? Yeah, well, I'd just like to pause and thank you for acknowledging I'm living an authentic life today. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an unfolding project as well, and mm-hmm. so thank you for that. Uh, success is completely different than I ever imagined it was, certainly in my younger days, certainly in my business career, consulting career. And I, I simplified this. Um, I love the is and is not list for anything. And so mm-hmm. um, success is being full success is not being empty. And here's Mm -hmm. what I mean by that. Um, Success is um, self-care. It's love and caring for not only others, but myself. Um, Without that, um, I don't have the compassion uh, for myself or others to connect in an authentic way. So first and foremost, it's care. Second is, um, probably no surprise, growing. If I'm not Mm -hmm. growing, um, then um, I, I'd know I won't fail or win enough. I won't gain the experience that is part of what my heart wants, uh, the reason, my purpose for being here. Uh, the third is, is abundance. Um, mm-hmm. The more I am successful, there's a flow of not just money, but opportunities, and there's uh, time available. Um, also abundance in relationships and abundance of health. Uh, mm-hmm. And that allows me to be what I cherish always, and that's being good. I love being good, but now I've defined that peacemaker, that fullness that my heart has, whether it's doing philanthropy, volunteer work, or doing my work, uh, business mm-hmm. work, or being at home. It's not about being empty, though. It's not things and possessions. It's not what I plan or even hold in my imagination the, this illusion of safety or comfort, it's none of those things. We create too many illusions, and I have before created too many illusions. Being authentic to me is I continually mm-hmm. reevaluate and assess, am I creating an illusion or am I living something that is more present, it's more truthful, it's more authentic? Um, and am I perfect? Hell no. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, continually, I continually question, if I'm feeling empty at any time, I know Mm -hmm. that I have work to do and be courageous about uh, being authentic. And a quick follow-on question to that. As you were talking, I was reminding at at the beginning of the call today, our show today, we talked about heart adventure and daily adventure. Do you bring those success factors forward to both aspects of your life, the heart and the daily adventure? Yeah, absolutely. I love my uh, life right now on stage that's entered into, and this is new, but it's entered where the two are one. 
my heart mm-hmm. and daily adventure are uh, like it's intertwining all day long. Uh, and I'm, ve- I'm very productive. Uh, I'm doing a whole lot, um, but I'm doing things in a more aware, more, more conscious, I guess you would say, way. Uh, and mm-hmm. I continually check, is, 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 are the choices I'm making consistent with what I'm placed on this planet to do, what, what fills my heart? Uh, and yeah. there, I'm continually tested every day with things that are taken in another direction. And I choose, and I re-choose, and I re-choose. Right. Right. And it's always coming back to what fills your heart. Always. And that, and that is our true heart adventure. It is. Well, I want to say thank you, Lane, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts and perspectives on heart adventure. Uh, And thanks to everyone for listening and for Cindy for calling in. Uh, I hope you all join me again next week where we'll continue to explore uh, courageously authentic living through the use of our stories and the power that our stories have. If you have a question from this week or a question you want answered, feel free to send me an email at admin at spiritevolution.co. And while you're at it, check out my website at spiritevolution.co for more articles and thoughts on heart adventure and how to live a courageously authentic life. See you all next week. This has been Living a Courageously Authentic Life with host Jennifer Monahan. Listen each week as Jennifer helps you get down to the core of who you are, discover and connect to your inner spark, and bring that forward consistently and consciously in your day-to-day life. Here on Jennifer Monahan's Living a Courageously Authentic Life. been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company.